right, Eric? Spotlight on. Spotlight on. You don't need me at all anymore, he do you? He did that pretty good, though, didn't he? Usually I start with the spotlight on, and then you kind of go with me, and we go, so you can do it with wrong turn. Hey, Eric. Spotlight on. Spotlight, spotlight on. Eric. on. Spotlight is shining on you, and it's shining bright. This is the official spotlight, official unofficial spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast uh, for the month of February. It's starting out, Eric. It's February For the month of February. Right this yep, is the just, spotlight for all, it's all of we're February. Doing. It's all of February. I just looked. I was going to say the date, and I realized it is February. So February 1st here. Rabbits, 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 Eric. Did you say it this I already, morning I when you did. woke up? <laughs> oh, good luck has already come Only because way. of Dancing Mike sending me yes. that tweet this morning. Yes, because we are here. And, uh, we're, it's annuals week. It is a fifth week of the month. And that is always annuals week on, at the DC front. All these other companies don't seem to go by that nonsense, yeah. but DC does. And usually that means we, we sit back, we put our True. feet up. We have a couple reviews, usually about two or three each. We go uh, yeah, and good yes, times. you had none. You had none. I had five. Uh, it was nonsense. It's complete and utter nonsense. But with that, we what also. What you want to do? Take over Mystic U? Get out I was of town. Tell, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do Flash, maybe. But yeah, or maybe this book because you are a big Clayface fan. So I was going to ask you, but I didn't. I did my reviews as I always do, Eric. Good. Yeah, I thought we I was went for like it. four hours Tuesday night and, after we got home from work. Yes, indeed. So, and you haven't felt uh, right since. Maybe it was the I fact. Have, I haven't felt right since one thirty on Monday afternoon when no. I started coughing right after you left to go pick no. up your son, who was actually sent home for coughing. For coughing I started yeah. coughing, haven't stopped Ooh, since, and have progressively maybe it was felt worse and worse each day. Maybe, maybe I passed something on to you then. Coughing. Yeah, you haven't you, you haven't been in work since then since we left so i hadn't seen you i had told you before that and i said it on the podcast that it throws me off when we don't get to talk the books with each other during the week but yeah this is pretty uh you know free and clear of that because i have not seen you since my reviews and really what are you going to talk about you don't have any no nope. you son of a bitch yeah we don't have a lot of Books die. this week so this week's podcast will probably be fairly short we say that it'll still be five Hopefully. six hours i'm sure uh but with that if you want to listen to us talk about either silencer number one or mystic you number two you'd have to go over to the patreon account at www.patreon.com because the badasses of the patreon and of the get fresh crew beep boop boop, boop. They picked both Silencer and Mystic U to be the uh, Patreon-exclusive spotlight. So if you want to hear And them's the rules. Yeah, that's the rules. And you can go over and listen to that. In the meantime, you can also check out all our other shows. We have over 150 shows now Oosh. since we started. So there's plenty to catch up on. Uh, some of the things might be kind of timed. You know what I mean? Like some you, I don't know how many people join in the Patreon and they'll go back and listen to a spotlight from – you know, three months ago or whatnot. Right. But we have other shows, like Eric has a show about toys, boys' toys in particular, toys. that you can listen to that. So that's something that's pretty much timeless, at least for Eric. Uh, he hasn't grown so. a day. Uh, that that man child over there. But we have a sports show. We have a lot of other shows. And I'll tell you, if you go over, I'll say it one more time, patreon.com slash weird science and join up. You get to be part of the Get Fresh crew. Beep boop. 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 That, that should be something in and of itself. You get to talk to everybody in the Slack chat that you'll be invited to. Uh, we have a movie night coming up this week. We have a lot of stuff going on. 
And I always say, you know, go over there. It is the beginning of the month. Like we said, it's February 1st. You can go now, sign up. You will not be charged until, uh, what is that? What comes after February? Eric? Is it March? March, March uh, 1st. You won't be charged until then. So you can sit there and listen to all we offer and decide if it's for you. Now, again, I never have said this, but also if some of these things confuse you or you go over to the Patreon – and you see some things, you're like, I don't understand what this means, or I don't understand what I have to do to do this or that. Uh, go over to Weird Science DC, our Twitter account, and either if you don't follow us, follow us. I'll always follow you back. And then you can send a message to me and ask me any question you want. I'll let you know Jim, what's, what's going on. what's up with on. this over here? I don't Jim, care. what's up with these boys' toys? And I'll tell you, it's about what's toys for boys. And yeah, but yeah, let me know. Uh, if you have any questions or whatever, I'll always answer. I'm not, uh, that mean in, in real life I am, but you know, my virtual, uh, gym is very nice, Eric. And I now like in the meantime, gym. if you are listening to this and had, uh, had the displeasure ever of listening to our weird science pop culture podcast that used to come out every Wednesday night, I do want to tell you that that is going to be a Patreon show coming up starting on the 12th. It is a Monday. It's going to come out twice a month as of now. So that is another kind of thing to look forward to. If you're into that, you can go over and sign up uh, with that in mind as well. But we're here not to talk about that, Eric. We're here to talk about one of the books this week. And I was trying to decide what we would do for the spotlight. I, I had to do this by myself because you weren't at work, Eric. So I was talking to myself and I said to myself, hey, Jim, self. you're looking okay there, buddy. Oh, thanks, self. And I said, you know, should we do metal, the big book of the week? Should we do that as the spotlight? And I thought, you know what? The, the regular podcast is going to be short enough in my mind to kind of – we always say the spotlight, this spotlight is to dip your toe in. I think that maybe this week is something where you might be able to listen to both. If you don't have a lot of time, I understand. But so I figured let's not blow our load with the metal in the spotlight. We'll, we'll do something else, and then at least we have a big book on the, the podcast, the regular podcast, that people can listen to as well. So I messaged you and said, why don't we do Detective Comics, Eric? And you said, great or something. You, you responded sure. with some. Yeah, something. It, actually, it was more of a uh, – Kind of an K. enthusiastic thing. Usually you do say K, but you did say something like, I was like, oh, he really likes this, which I, I hope you did. So you can kind of convince me to, Eric. And that's a little hint that I did. I, I wasn't really fully sold on this issue is what I'll the say. The thing is, this should have come out way sooner than right now for what yeah. we've been dealing with in Detective Comics recently. To have this issue, the origin story of Clayface coming out for this Detective Comics annual – should have been something that we got before his death yeah. scene last well, week. We had what appeared to be, and you, I'll say to my blurb, you're stepping on my toes, Eric, like you do every, like time, we, every time we dance. Uh, yeah, I'll say to my feet. blurb, but I really think that when we get to the end of this and we're talking, it really points to one thing for me, and it points that Clayface Basil Carlo is done. Eric, Which I've been really thinking the whole time, and I really hope he is, because that shows that there are stakes in this world that we yeah, love so and, much. And, and you can have any cool. clay face out yeah. there, it does not have and to be And that's crazy. where, that's the thing. 
people have to understand too, and I don't think a lot of people understand this because I've seen a lot of people talking down at the rec center about this, Eric, as they were getting ready for a dodgeball game, and they said, boy, how could you kill off Clayface? That's that's a huge villain for Batman. And then I say, I blow my whistle because I'm the coach then, Eric, somehow, and I say, listen, kids. It's more of a, a title. It's kind of a mantle even. Uh, Clayface can be other people as well. I think that this is kind of pointing towards the fact that uh, James Tynan and DC themselves, they don't want to deal with making a good guy Clayface end up being turned back into a villain and then kind of dealing with that nonsense. Uh, eventually, we'll probably well, have another even, Clayface. Even right now, if you look a year ahead in Doomsday Clock number three, we saw Sandra Fuller, who was Lady Clayface. Yeah, Lady so right Clayface. there, we within a year's time of now, well, depending on how you work the Doomsday yeah, yeah. Clock timeline and now that all the delays are out there, but we'd already have a Clayface down the line that we could like substitute with Basil. Yeah, and, and I'm saying this. This is no mumbo-jimbo, Eric. I'm saying it as conjecture and a guess I may be completely wrong, as well as you may be, that they may just have Basil not die and kind of slink away into the shadows only to be, you know, come back years from now, whatever. It's true. Uh, yeah. But if anything, though, this thing to me sets up more of glory and mud face kind of going forward with the never ending, you know, victim syndicate. And now we see because the, the thing that I be, and I'll do my blurb in a second, but the thing that got me the most with this, I think is that to me, yeah, you had some details. You had some cracks filled in there to get this whole story. Nothing happened in this that I thought to myself, boy, I didn't see that coming or, oh man, I didn't think that. Just knowing that Basil was a actor, he ended up, you know, going and making glory into Mudface, it, it just kind of, I kind of had the idea that this happened. The only other thing that I thought, though, for some reason, because glory seemed to really center on Clayface, but the victim syndicate was such a thing about Batman's victims that I did think that it was going to be a fight between Batman and Clayface, and then Clayface kind of does it. It kind of gets that way, but really at the end, Basil's a jerk. And I yeah. don't like him after this issue. So if you're going to try to get him back Jim, to being a good guy. his synapses were all messed up. Yeah, his synapses were all messed up, all right. I, I just, it, it's like you said, the timing was really off for me. And it just, I came out of it not not in the way that I thought. I, I thought I was going to come out of this with a more of an understanding of Basil and why, you know, being Clayface upset him. Yes, you get that, but in a dick way. It never saw, I never thought of him as, you know, somebody that I cared for after this issue or, you know, a sympathetic villain even. It's just a guy who pretty much was a jerk. If he would have just kept his goddamn mouth shut, he could have been. And again, I don't know how many other movies he would have been in, Eric, as that deformity that no. he was. But hey. Corky was at least on Life Goes On, Eric, and then had a singing career. So there, there's stuff for anybody out there. You're saying that Corky's you can have, No, I'm saying that you, you might be typecast, but hey, you can still cash a check. You know, Screech. Well, well, you know, Dustin is, Diamond no still had what a Victoria career. Saint, whatever, whatever Victoria St. Clair will tell you about her still wanting him yeah. in the role of this. It was his eyes, She was going to fight the execs. No way she was going to win that fight. Yes, she was, Eric. That film would have been shut down right there, or they would have got a new no, director because they're not hiring it, freaking Basil. Fucked no, up face Carlo. It would have been like Mask. Role. It would have been great. He could have been in uh, Mask 2, Electric Boogaloo. Then he would have been in Wonder 3. 
I mean, the, the, the roles go on and on, Eric. Fucking Toxic Avenger, the real deal. He could I'm telling you, I want to be his agent. I want to be deformed. Army Dent, Two-Face story? Deformed Basil. Yes. Uh, two, two, uh, two heads of one coin. I don't, I don't know. T- the heads you win, tails you lose. The Harvey Dent story. What are the story? chances? The Harvey Dent story? Ooh, that, that's a little better. But yeah, uh, he blew My it. Story's name. He blew it. He really could have been. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the ugliest actor there is. And I was going to just kind of say he could have been in his next role. But, uh, most actors, Eric, uh, you don't know this, but they most, mostly are gems and look fantastic. So. Yeah. What do you think is the ugliest actor? Do I'm actually trying to think about this present right now. day Mickey Rourke. Could, could he play him possibly? Sometimes I'm, I think Mickey Rourke's ugly. Other times I see him in the right light. I'm like, yes, you yeah, are a giant right bulbous monster. It's nothing yeah, like you did 30 years saying. ago. He does. But you don't look bad either. Oh, you think that? You, you're thinking of the wrestler, are you? You're thinking that? How about a present Actually, day? Actually, I was thinking of Iron Man too. Oh, how about present day Eric Roberts? Are you, are you into him? Could Basil I do like play Eric him? Roberts. Yeah, Actually, that's too. not true. I don't mind Eric Roberts' look. I hate Eric Roberts as an actor, but I don't mind well, his look. How about this? I know you hate this guy. You think he is ugly, and maybe uh, Basil could fill in for Joaquin Phoenix. You're oh. always throwing shade at him. I love him. I think he's a gem. But here is what we're talking about. Yeah, Detective look, Basil Comics. might be a monster. He doesn't have a hair lip, though. Oh, Jesus. Listen to you. You are an awful person. You call yourself America's sweetheart, but in fact, you are not, my friend. Detective Aww. Comics Why Annual so Number hurtful? 1. You're America's nightmare. Aww. Detective Comics Annual Number 1, written by James Tynan IV, art by Eddie Barrows, Eber Ferreira, Adriano Lucas, and Eric Sal Cipriano. Sal hey. Cipriano, award-winning. Sal Cipriano. We get the origin of Basil Carlo's Clayface in this annual, and then some. Actually, this felt more like a Glory Mudface origin to lead to more of the nonsense of the victim syndicate to me. And even with that, there was really nothing here that I couldn't have already guessed. Eddie Barrows has some really good art, but I really wanted more Clayface. And after reading this annual, I may turn in my Team Clayface fan card and won't care as much if last issue of Detective Cliffhanger is real. And yeah, if he ends up dying now that I see the piece of shit that he was. And and what's weird about this is you kind of said... And I think it's part of the timing where you don't get a redemption story now of Clayface in Detective leading up into this because now we're getting to see he's a piece of shit after he's already been yeah, shot yeah, in the head. Yeah. Uh, this really should have been before, if not just not even an and annual. Is, this could have been an aside like issue. Mudface glory origin story. I think it's the beginning of a mystery of what did Basil's father do to get kicked out of Hollywood? Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think it's any more of that. I just think that what he says I just is want basically to know because he, it is so confusing to me. Yeah, I just think that he just I was being me and trying to be because at one point he's like, well, we'll get into it. You start off with Basil and his dad. Uh, you know, it's it's Eric Shea's dream thing where he can go and look at you know masks and things. His dad was this scared you know monster maker actor guy. And and even he's then, Lon Chaney Senior. He's the man of yeah. a thousand faces. Yeah, he he's is. there. And you have like a, a cool little panel layout where it's filmed. So you have that. It, it's not done 
as fancy as I would have liked. It's just kind of there, but it's kind of a nice touch. Uh, but his dad basically is showing him all these masks and then says, hey, look, I have this. And, you know, if you want to be, you know, a monster, you got to really terrify him and stuff like that. And he pulls out this Renew, uh, this product from Daggett Chemical. And he puts it on his face, makes himself kind of a joker looking it's at the old. It's an industrial chemical, but once you yeah. mix it with a bit of wax and putty, suddenly you can rework anything like clay. Yeah, and basically does this to his face uh, and then wipes it off. He's, you know, Basil seems very intrigued and he's like, forgive me, my boy. I was never all that good at happy faces. And he, I was always better suited for horror. And then he starts that. going. And this is where I was like, he's those faces on the wall. The trick is they're all real. They're all me, each and every one of them. I put every part of myself in these monsters. Gross. And when the bastards at the studio saw that. All too clearly, they push me out and lock the door behind me. So again, I think that he's just pointing out no, no, that he no, was you, a method actor. No, no, you've got to go further. Hypocrites. Yeah, but he just Damn says. He just, I just want you to bleed for them, but then they shrink away to see it dripping from their hands. There's nothing I've done they haven't done a thousand times. No, are, I don't think he did anything. Are you the Harvey anything. Weinstein of this? No, What's going I, on here? I just think he's saying that he showed his true face to try to be this thing, and they're phonies. He pulled his and, dick out. Yeah, I'm telling you, he did nothing. We're never going to get anything from his dad oh, ever again. So I'm it's telling just you, the weirdest progression. But this that's father what I'm just saying. Drinking, talking about how we're all monsters on the yeah. inside, and at the end, I just have to think that he assaulted somebody yeah, well, on set. The, the problem that I have, though, is he's still like it. You don't have Basil changing his name. It couldn't have been that bad. I just think that he got too into his roles. And the thing about this is I'm not going to make any sort of guesses. I'm not going to make conjecture about him pulling his dick out because then I would actually be giving this whole thing kind of, uh, you know, credit or benefit. It's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. This whole issue is based on his dad just saying, you don't want them to see, you know, you can't go too far with this because they don't want the monster or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they do. That's acting. Basically, what he's saying is, is that Christian Bale should never have an acting job again because he's a, like this guy's a method actor. It just threw me off. It really threw me off this whole thing that this is kind of the basis of Clayface and this whole issue is the don't let him see the monster it is a a a fucking forced in line just to go around and end up with Clayface being the monster and it's not 20 years later I'm telling you this whole talk from his dad like how my father sat next to me after like getting off the phone with my ex-stepmother came down the stairs and sat down next to me like Eric never get married and to this day 20 years how many years later now I still remember that, and I think I to myself, it. don't let him see the monster and don't ever get married. Man, don't know. Like I said, this whole thing is just a forced way to throw monster in the equation. Uh, you know, don't let them see that because they don't, you know, and it even goes at the end. They don't love the monster that you <laughs> are. That? I don't know what he's getting at with this whole think, talk. Is this just drunken, you, drunken ramblings that go nowhere? I just think that, that young, he, impressionable I just think he got old. To. If you want me to guess, I think that a fucking practical effects went down the tubes and now he has to get angry that nobody wants him to do this monster shit anymore. And that's all I got from it, but I didn't get anything from the actual issue and this whole forced thing of you know don't let them see the monster that you are and like i'm i have it in me and you have it in you i'm like we never get anything except that he turns into clay face yeah. I, I mean because really the whole monster is vanity 
here, Eric. It's it's like you blowing kisses because basically Basil is in 20 years. He's a rising star. He's about to Just really hit am. big. Yes, he's about to hit big, and you get thrown in. You get glory thrown in. You wait when I get hit big, Jim. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, really. Your time is going. Uh, oh. You have there where he's having a meeting with his slimy manager. You know, the man, oh, man, hey, baby, you're the best thing ever. You're going to be a superstar. And he wants this role. Basil wants this role that it's like one of these deals that it's kind of seems to me like it's more of an independent movie. There's a lot of issues involved, uh, including the director, uh, Veronica St. Clair, who's supposed to be a hard ass. And why do you want to do that? And Basil is at this point where, again, we don't see any of his career, but at this point, yeah. this is his like now all of a sudden uh, Jim Carrey has to do, you know, Man on the Moon. Truman it's Show. A, you know, Truman Show. They, you got to start branching out. He wants to show his chops. And with this, he also, where we see, he wants his dad to see that you can play the monster on screen and people will love you for it. Again, we, we've had many guys that do this and many people who, you know, reach in. It reminded me, the whole thing really wrapped around of what I heard about Jack Nicholson talking to Heath Ledger and saying, you don't want to play the Joker. The Joker takes you over. You don't want this to happen. And it did, uh, unfortunately, and all this stuff. And it just reminded me of that, like, you know, letting the role take it. And it's just nonsense because then he's, you know, he, he goes, he goes against his, his manager. In the meantime, you do get introduced to Glory where she calls and the manager's like, what? That's that personal assistant from that last picture. You know, why are you hanging around that? You're a superstar. And he's no, a real no, I even love the progression. That PA for metamorphosis? Come on, Baze. You got to shake her before she realizes what you really are. And that shakes him up. He's like, what? Yeah. what? A movie star, baby. Yeah, a again. Movie star. Again, it's this crazy thing about being <laughs> this monster. And they talk about it, and she convinces him to go. I like to imagine those. Like, we saw so that. I'm telling you, it, it's the weirdest thing. In the, that whole beginning with his father, it's the weirdest thing ever because I have no idea what they're getting at. But I like to imagine that was every night at the Carlisle home where his father gave him the same Just speech. That's why it's still ringing with him and to where, this today. Where I think that Tynan kind of loses it here is the fact that, yes, we know Basil becomes Clayface. Obviously, this is what he's working with. Uh, it, it's not going to be a shock when it happens. But instead of showing us something different or something, it just keeps pushing that monster bit. And it keeps yeah. going, yes, we know that he's going to become a monster. We all know this. There's not one person reading this that doesn't I'm know it. I'm waiting for so, it to happen. Yeah, so don't, you don't have to push it. Like you said, she'll find out what you really are. What? A superstar, superstar. baby. You know, no, you don't need that. But he goes and talks to I, I Glory. I love and hate his agent yes, so much. Yes. And he goes and talks to Glory and says, you know what? I think I'm going to go for this. I want to show my dad as well as the world that you can play the monster and, and let people, uh, you know, people accept you and love you for it. So he goes, he, he gets the call and he is, he got the role. So he Hooray. calls Glory, and in the meantime, he's talking to her. He's driving in his car. He gets a call. He's like, oh, i got to take this. He thinks it's a bill collector. So obviously, he's not doing that well, Eric. No, uh, no, but he yeah. thinks it's a bill collector for his father who's not oh, doing yeah. so well in so, my mind. 
Again, though, you would think that he, if he's making enough money, but who knows? But yeah, he's like, oh, what's going on? Basically, his dad had died. So yeah. it's one of those things. I'm telling you, this is like it reminds me of Mickey Mantle, where Mickey Mantle wanted to make the major so his dad could see him finally do that, but died uh, before. And then Mickey Mantle kind of thought he had these demons that his dad gave him. Very and then Mickey around. Mantle freaking crashed in a car accident. No, Mickey Mantle became an monster, alcoholic right? who never took care of himself and pretty much would have been easily the best baseball player player of all time and kind of squandered a lot of it away with booze and just women. like mickey Mantle, just you're right like just like basil carlo but what happens is he gets in this car wreck and with in my mind again things this is an angle you got the extended pages but things start happening really really quickly like this where hey what no my dad oh it's just a bill Cl- oh no He's dead? Crash! No, no, no. It's like you, you find out his dad's – your father was found dead in his apartment. Screech! Screech! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens huh? right after. Oh, don't look in what? the mirror, Basil. Mirror! Mirror! But yeah, you have – and now they're really – and again, this Theater is why I say it's not, just, it's not just the fact that glory turns in the mud face, that I say the origin of glory – uh, you get this where she doesn't care what he looks like. She's very much friends Look, with him. I'm Maybe even face. wants to be her she lover. She cares what he looks like. No, nah, I mean she is, but she is trying to be nice, and uh, ends up going to, try to, to be nice. Yeah, well, yeah, but mirror. But yeah, you're getting more of this. So I really think Tynum really wants to stress and push this whole deal of how nice she was to him and how she was pretty much the only one there because you know for a fact that in two pages from here that that agent is gone. You know what I mean? He's talking a good talk there. He's out and basically is. But yeah, all of a sudden he they're like, hey, give me the mirror. Mirror. He's like, uh, Basil, this is your greatest role. Two-Face. <laughs> he looks just like him, but he, he looks at it. His, his Two-Face was a mongoloid. His life and dreams are over. Pretty much they're done. And he just – he doesn't want any parts of glory basically. Now, this, this part too, he chases, her. He, he chases her out by yelling at her. But the whole thing too, I don't understand this. I don't understand hospitals because I don't go to them. But no. huh, all right, that's my cue, kid. The doctors will be in filling you in soon. But this is already after the skin grafts they could afford. Yeah, the, yeah. The skin grafts, like the hospital can't yeah, like, yeah, the hospital, about? you know, the hospital can't pay for all those skin grafts, Eric. Yeah, it's a little odd. It, it should have just been. And again, it's because you have to have something and any, you know, hope of surgery. Uh, in this meantime, you think that he has made some money as an actor. But again, oh, I thought so. that he would have hooked his dad up a little. So maybe that was thrown in. But it looks like it's the end of the line. Plus, look at him. I mean, really, they're not going to be doing much. But, man, that was a hell of an accident he was in. Holy moly. But, well, yeah, the car landed on his face. It had yeah, to. Yeah, really. Sc- oh. Like, you know, freaking scritted across the road a bit. Why the long face, I would say, though, Eric? But as this goes, you know, the manager's done. He, he goes out. You see Basil then go to his dad's apartment to kind of gather some stuff. I would think this is a while. I don't think a skin graph is over a weekend either. So I'm surprised that this stuff is I'm still there. You, like we said, though. Everything gets put on fast forward That's to get us to saying. the end of the issue it's at this so, point. So we have to have a little bit of idea here yeah. that things are moving in a weird progression. Yeah, like, it's okay, a weird progression. He was in a car accident, immediately woke up. They've had a shit ton yeah. of skin grass. All the skin grass yeah, the hospital the can grass. afford. Yeah, and now they can show up from his dad's and house. They seem to be healed and kind of. But yeah, the guy's like, you got to get all this junk out in, in the next week. I'm like thinking, like, did he hold it for the nine months that the <laughs> other shit would have happened and taken? Because, yeah, he's like, there. 
some reason, just because in my mind his dad died, had already paid that month's rent. So this is all taking place yeah. within one month. Maybe, but he goes and no, it doesn't know. make any sense. This is just how no. I imagine things. No, he goes. There's a weird deal that on the table it does look like possibly the first victim's hood, possibly, but it it was a weird choice there. But he does see the renewal. Uh, there and he tries it. He doesn't have anything to lose, really. And with that, you have the agent. His agent went off to talk to uh, uh, Miss St. Clair. And she's like, you know what? I want it, Basil, but what are you going to do? You're going to try to push the next guy in line like you're a piece of shit. And he's like, oh, no, baby. Carlo and me, we're friends and all, but, you know, business is business. Trust me, you know, you're not going to want him. You ain't going to like that face when you see No, it. no. And he comes in and he looks great. And he comes in and says, hell, I think I look better than ever. Don't you? Now, in the meantime, as this goes on later, because then you kind of get him in hope. But afterwards, Veronica St. Clair starts to explain to him later, like, hey, listen, I tried to find you. It was your eyes that I liked. I didn't mind you were deformed. I was going to fight for you. But then, oh, like, throws in that deal where we have to make him a piece of crap with the, yeah, you came in and I could tell that you were acting like a piece of shit. It, It was so weird, her comments and things like that. To him when it goes, but even then he leaves this, you know, deal. It looks like he might have the job or whatever's going on at this point. He goes out and Glory comes and is like, hey, oh my God, it's a miracle. How did that happen? And he's like, basically like, listen, shut your mouth. I already told everybody that my agent was lying. Uh, Yeah, you didn't see anything. You get to this point where you think that he's going to slice her throat to keep the secret. Uh, But yeah, he's acting like a jerk. You're kind of getting this idea that this is taking him over. Uh, and then you go Gotham three weeks later because he needs more of the stuff. He doesn't have enough of this renew, and it's from Gotham City. It's from Dag and Dag Chemical. Chemicals, though. Yeah. They don't make it anymore, so Basil's no. been taking his time with the renew that he has, yeah. looking like different security guards and breaking into different places, yeah. but yeah. he keeps coming up empty every time. Yeah, he keeps coming up empty. At this one point, though, he does find some, and Batman's there. This is an early Batman who shows up uh, – <laughs> Basil shines a light in Batman's face. Batman, he don't play that. He does oh not God. like getting a light shine in his face and puts his fist right through it. I, I'm telling you, I said this before we started when we were just chatting about this. If Basil was not Clayface, I think Batman would have went against his, his code. He would have killed somebody because it ends up kind of taking the fist and making a hole in, well, in Basil's we, we face. We talk about those other ones that like the, the like the terminals freaking crew that were kind of like the, the early yeah. victim syndicate, like yeah. Bathead, yeah. like a boot face and all this yeah, other shit. Face. These characters, they have a right to be pissed off. The oh, guy yeah. has a boot print on his face. The other guy has a batarang wedged in his brain. Yeah. And now Clayface looks like he should be called Black Hole. Oh He's God. got a, a goddamn right there. hole right in his face. And Batman, it's like Batman doesn't say anything. All of a sudden he says, he says oh, God. He says, step away from the boxes. Basil is in, in disguise, obviously, of this guard and has a crowbar, you know, and says, you don't understand. I need this. I was going to be able to show everyone, but they took it from me. This is how I take it back. I need to show them. I won't give that up. You can't make me. And then Batman puts his fist right through. And the other thing, too, is it's a weird positioning how he punches, too. Like he's he's ready to give him a a, a Uh laugh after that, too. And then just says, oh, God, I think he meant, oh, God, you lived because I'm telling you. 
it is nonsense. But then he wakes up. Basil wakes up, and he's there, and he's strapped to a bed. He's actually handcuffed to a bed, and it looks like uh, Veronica somehow shows up here and says, hey, by the way, I would have given you that role. This is what I was talking about earlier, and she's like, yeah, you know what? I, I would have went to bat for you. I wouldn't have let the higher-ups tell me what to do, and I think that, again – that's the weird setup of the agent. Oh, she's a hard ass. Well, that's yeah. where she is, but in a nicer way here. But she's like, you know, uh, Glory Griffin, the PA, when she told me about your accident, that you were safe, but you might not recover your looks. I tried to come see you. I wanted to tell you that it didn't matter. But then he's like, I was relieved for your sake when it seemed that Gloria had exaggerated. But that's when I noticed something change, something wrong. Uh, what? You what? didn't even know him. You're just a director that had hired him. He walked into even... the room one time and said, hey, now, I think I look better than ever. They weren't on the, the set yet uh, because Something's when he wrong. got – he did go for an audition, obviously, no, but that's it. at that point, she was fine. At yeah, that that's point, he it. was fine. She I'm loved saying. his eyes. Her like that. So I, but then I saw you again. Yeah. And I realized something, something was wrong. Something was wrong. Yeah, but what, what are you talking about? You look better last, than ever. He wrong. got the call. He got the call that he got the role the minute that he fucking got in the accident. And that that's it? Something wrong? It was the mask, Basil. It wasn't it was, you anymore. It, it was, was just some, some facsimile of what you thought the world was. So ridiculous. Wanted. Like, what, Veronica? Yeah, no, that's the, the best. Up. I wanted him to say, uh, that's called acting. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I called you Basil, and you didn't look at me. Who are you? Christian Bale? I'm telling you, like, what does she think he was doing? I, I just love this, too. It's like, you know, I wanted you because of your eyes. You gave this role yeah. something nobody else could have. But then I saw you, and that was wrong. It was wrong at the end. I don't care if they let you walk today. You're out of my movie. Yeah. And I want you to understand it has nothing to do with what you look like. I'm like, is it because he just got caught stealing and Batman punched him in the face? Like, yeah. where do you like? Where do you get off <laughs> coming to the hospital? And, and this, telling him being this. this. This terrible, terrible bitch out of nowhere because – he was hurting. His father just died. Yeah. He had the fucking his face yeah, was mangled the, and destroyed. That's the thing that really gets pushed aside. He's he still because the skin grafts that all oh, they could afford, Eric, seem oh, to happen in a week. This poor guy's dad has only been dead for a month or so. At this point, it seems when he goes to God, where are where's so any way sympathy out where he could actually you know be himself again? Yeah. And I was nowhere. They make him the monster, Jim. He yeah. doesn't want to be it. They make him the monster. Oh, don't we all? Make our what? own monster, Eric, after all. Sure. In this world we call life. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And then the after all this bullshit, Batman is just there. Yeah, he you just got a shows choice up. to make Basil. Ah! Yeah, I think that he's like, uh, the choice is, I don't want to be punched anymore. Uh, but yeah, he's like, listen, you Do can I have go. A choice you can become. My face gets to look like this, because that's what I'm really concerned yeah. about right now. Now, and this is where I think that the one thing you mentioned earlier was the fact that he says, listen, Basil. You have a choice. You can go. You, you know, you're in trouble, but they're not going to press charges. And uh, I would say Basil right away. Well, why are these handcuffs on me to this bed? Yeah. But that's beside the point. Uh, and I want to know, know why Dag Chemical is not going to freaking press and charges. Says, we should well, be because, into this. Yeah. And, and basically it's like you, you need – Somebody from Daggett Chemical to show up and say to him, because what this progresses is a weird deal because Daggett Chemical has been doing this. They've been experimenting on people with this renew. They're trying to revamp it to let it be. I don't know why, but they're yeah. trying to do this, you know, a facelift cream or whatever it would be. And, uh, they're paying people off. They're, oh, they're paying people off. They're not, you know, they're never going to trial because these people are, you know, do, where is the person from Daggett Chemical who shows up and says, listen, 
I, I know you want the ship because they even said earlier that he had called. You heard voicemails where yeah. Gordon and Batman were listening to these voicemails. Where's the Daggett chemical lawyer who comes and says, listen, sign this. You, you have a lifetime supply of the ship. I, I, you know, we'll look the other way. I don't care. If you want yeah. to kill yourself with it, you'll have it. That would be the way to me that this would progress, where Batman would say, listen, I want you to bring them to justice. In the meantime, Basil will be the next guy who gets paid off. No, instead, he goes to Harvey Dent. It's just to throw the name Harvey Dent because of the earlier version of when this is, you know, this past. So yeah. he goes to talk to Harvey Dent only there to get the evidence of the renewal that they took for evidence, it doesn't make much sense. It really doesn't. Uh, why wouldn't he just go to Daggett Chemical and say, you better I don't give know why me all Chemical I want. didn't come to him. And uh, even if he didn't go, listen, they, some might call this extortion. I'm going to call it a deal. Yeah. You give me all the shit I want, I'll never talk again because I love it. I'll do this. But we go back to the thing where what well, me and you were talking about and you mentioned earlier, he, he's not going to work again. He is now a monstrosity that is a criminal. Now, again, I, I guess that if Robert Downey Jr. can do it, anybody can, Eric, after he got He's not a jail, monstrosity, but, though. Yeah, but I'm saying even if he had the Renew, I don't know anybody who's going to be working with him. It just – everything is just forced to the next deal. Well, he goes in this district attorney's well, office. Well, his synapses aren't right anymore, yeah, so he well, don't know what, what he's Batman doing. Says. Batman throws that in just so we can be like, okay, he's acting crazy. In the meantime, he goes, grabs a lady. He's like, I'm going to kill her. I want this Renew. You have these guards, these policemen – there. You just happen to know. You Who know, just, Mr. Daggett says there's a yeah. payday for anyone who keeps the actor from talking to Dent. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you go to why, fucking why Daggett? Why didn't he Dent? just go? Yeah, why didn't he just go to Basil and they could have paid him off easily with this stuff? Well, it, it just ends up again. It's another forced thing. So these cops can be like, huh, really? How much money are they going to give? Enough for us to split. All right. I, if I'm one of the guys, I'm shooting the other guy first and then just letting fire. And now no, you no, get Basil Carlo I'm telling my you, partner. I'm telling you, we talk about the picture and you better watch yourself, Eric. You, oh. you might get a, you know, you might get a bullet in your head. I want all of it. But no, they have all this where they start opening fire and it just happens to hit all and the room. I'm telling you, I, I love this evidence locker that's at the DA's office because yeah. somebody took their good time to stack oh, all they the new them. bottles. Well, you don't know. Fucking store. That the person <laughs> moonlights uh, at, at the DA's office. They usually work at Giant. They're, They're stock boy. It's all the. It's <laughs> really there, almost like the whole kind of deal where you'd have an aisle, and at the end of the aisle, there's all these pickle jars stocked yeah. just so somebody can run into them. It's nonsense. I look at that. I'm like, who is doing that? I also like it too, where you can't have this lady have anything happen to her because she's not part of the deal. So she kind of gets away as it all goes on Basil. And now again, you said so that this open, is pretty they, much they they open fire and it shoots all yeah. the freaking cans and it explodes uh, in fire and shit. Yeah. It looks like and pours all over Basil here and he yeah. becomes Clayface. Yeah, and he's Clayface, and it's great because then the policemen who were right there say. Doesn't look like he's going to be saying much to anyone. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? Sayonara. I am running. This, this is a monstrosity again that's forming here. And it starts talking. Mirror. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you hear that? 
And then this is where, you know, we're almost done. And this is where you finally get Clayface in this. And basically, he's just going to go running rampant. Now, the problem with this is what I said earlier. He does go. He has a fight with Batman. He goes to the set of the movie that he got kicked off of. But he doesn't go after the people that you think he would. Because Veronica St. Clair, she went in, like you said, she was a jerk. She went in and said, you know what? I would have done this, this, and this, but you're out. You're out of this. Why doesn't he attack her? Why doesn't he make her suffer I don't like that? Know. What about the agent who, when he goes in, they have the younger version of Basil right there. Well, that's there's, we have Harry a Day Jr. who is spelled out, so I really am starting to think that Harry Day Jr. might be the first victim. Yeah. yeah because they spelled be. his name out. I actually had to look it up in an earlier issue of Detective Comics. Yeah. And we see it here again, like in bold. Harry Day Jr., I'm like, that, that's got to be important. And it's weird it because like if he is the first victim, nothing much happens to him. Well, we here. don't know what happens to him yeah, after this. But even that, yeah, we'll see. Well, actually, you if, know what? I'm a liar because if he's the first victim, he can't be like, you know, I'm not a liar. I'm yeah, just misinformed. Not a liar, he's the first yeah. victim. Something should have already happened yeah, to him. Yeah, it would have already happened. Them spelling out the Harry Day Jr. thing so, like, boldly. And like seeing it before another is issue, that, it just is, seems more important than just being a throwaway character. Is it character. maybe that he's the one who's going to – if we do in fact get a new Clayface, that that's why? That it will be him? That something will happen to him here and he'll go the that's same the thing route? Is you already have a broad uh, – like a bunch of yeah, names yeah, yeah. for all these people who have been Clayface in the past for them to use yeah. to throw another one out there out of nowhere without using hey. Matt Hagen first or something? Who knows? We'll see. And, and really, it would have been kind of cool if that was Matt Hagen. And then we could have went because, like you said, this whole origin is very much lifted from the animated series that you told me. I was well, that's why I first well saw it. That's the thing is, I'm sure this has already been based already on Carlos, like original, somebody, like yeah. you know, his whole movie thing. I originally saw this, the origin of Clayface in Batman the Animated Series as a kid, yeah. where it pretty much is this this origin yeah. story, but with Matt Hagen taking the place of Basil yeah, so for that not, role in the animated it's series. It's not completely original, this story. Uh, but it's weird. This is what I'm saying. When Clayface goes nuts here, and it's very quick, and that's one of the things. That's I the thing, liked- is too, is actually we talk about that freaking uh- – uh, what the fr- I can't even think of the name now. For like, who, who's who's the chemical? Oh, Daggett Chemicals. Daggett. Freaking yeah. Daggett is the one. That actually, he was going to for the stuff, and then he's going to make an example of him and actually made him into Clayface. Yeah. Now here's Clayface. Now Clayface is pissed, right? He's got all these problems. He goes in. This guy is there who is going to take his place. You have a director who basically said that you're nonsense, and I'm never going to deal with you, and you'll never work in this town again. You have an agent who, when he got an accident ditched him you have uh glory the one person who was nice to him and well, that's she was attacked. talking shit to victoria about yeah, him but being she wasn't really talking shit. shit she said she just told him uh, to inform her that's why she went to see him because of that it, it wasn't really talking shit she was just saying oh it sucks this happened and she was there when he woke up i mean sure. she was probably there if we saw a progression of the time she probably was by his bedside all that time you also have Batman there, who's kind of been a dick, and if he didn't go and punch him in the face and get it, he would have grabbed that Daggett Chemical Renew and went out and went, went out of Gotham. So you have a lot of people to pick from to attack, but James Tynan has handcuffed himself a bit because we already know who is going to get affected, and I didn't like this yeah. progression. She just happens to be there. Also, it's weird that she's on well, the set. Don't you set. always hurt the ones you love, Jim? Yeah, but she's on the set, and why? She wasn't part of this. 
You you had Veronica St. Clair already say, oh, you know that PA that you know, she came to talk to me. What, did she offer her a job then because she liked the way the cut of her jib? She wasn't part of this set. She's a very good set. personal assistant, Jim. Yeah, but she wasn't part of it until she is. All of a sudden, now she's there. And you have this whole deal where th- then Basil's like, oh, you want to see how it is? Try this, you know. Have some fire, Scarecrow, and fucking just goes and pours it on her when there are many other people there that I think he'd be more pissed off at. And then you go and she gets it. We know that she turns into mud face here. And uh, you go back to pretty much watching the wolf man, Eric, with, uh, you know, back in the day with the father and Basil. And this They're is watching. every night at the Carlo home in yeah. my mind. Yeah. And, and with at this, one point, do you promise me, boy? Promise me to never let them yeah. see. Just, yeah, yeah, that, that, the master. Yeah, promise. And then what? I promised that. But in the meantime, they're, they're watching the Wolfman, and there's goddamn fucking, you know, Basil's already crying. I don't yeah. know. He's all this upset. This might as well be me as a little boy. Yeah, don't let them see. I promise, I Dad. I promise. And then it ends, and I'm like, there's just a weird vibe I got from this issue. It, it is a very weird vibe to yeah. this whole issue because you don't get anything to really add on to it that doesn't like, you know, no. that actually makes the story stronger than what we already had. It actually That's takes away saying. more things because this shit with the father, I don't know what's going on. I'm telling you, no. everything with the father makes this feel very weird to me and I don't yeah. know what to take away from but it. But like I said, I think that he's just there to push this quote-unquote monster bit because he ends up being Clayface and he's a monster and he's been talking in the regular book where Tynan's writing him as saying like I just don't want I can only think that I you know I could be Basil and not the monster and then as it's progressed he's been saying like what happened if I am the monster what happened if I get fixed I get cured and the monster's still there this is just forced into this and I didn't like it I, I really didn't I love the art though and I did like some of the stuff. I, I mean, I'm saying I didn't like it. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, a lot of that's art, and it's an okay annual. This is kind of the, the typical annual that we get, but I – And it's a, and, it's a story that I've been wanting. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. everything I wanted out of this because, like I said, I did not want a weird feeling yeah. about the overall story by the time I was done it. But I have been wanting a revamped Clayface origin to be able to go – with the detective like comics status yeah. quo that we had up until now. Now it's such a weird idea that we get an origin story after a death scene. Yeah. I, I just I'm telling you, I just think it was a missed opportunity. Uh and stuff like that. But what would you give it? I give it a seven out of ten as well. Okay. I love the art in this issue yeah, and while some not, stuff fell like The father stuff immediately throws me off a point or two, but just how terrible the characters are. And they're like, I have no idea what's up with Veronica St. Clair. This whole freaking monologue that she lays on a man who's fucking terribly deformed after losing his father, whose whole life has gone to shit. This fucking monologue she lays over, she is the biggest piece of shit in this book in my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. This whole thing, just these characters are not likable either. And I don't come out of this even, you know, wanting to, oh, my God, I hope Clayface didn't die. No, no, yeah, no. The, the only likable like, person uh, is Glory. Yeah, yeah. And Saddle, and, I'm sure we'll see and more And that's of why I said, that's why I think the whole basis of this was trying to set that up more it's not like i said you do get her origin as mudface obviously but i think he spent more time with her characterization so that she's more of a sympathetic victim eric because we're going to continue with the whole victim syndicate thing so that's what i think that this in the long run ended up being but 
Uh, that's it. That's the spotlight. Eric, now uh, we have a regular podcast. We talked about it earlier, sure. and I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about this week on it. We have Dark Knight's Metal number five, the big book of the week. We have Deathstroke Annual number one. We have The Flash Annual number one that I really can't wait for you to read, Eric. I think you're going to be very happy with awesome. that. And I like The Flash happy. is suddenly becoming a book that I actually enjoy reading. Uh, we also have Harley Quinn number 36 that we're going to talk to Reggie about, and it seems like a Harley issue comes out every week now. And mm-hmm. we have JLA Doom Patrol special number one that uh, Chris and Reggie will be talking about. And as we already mentioned, this uh, the Detective Comics Annual number one, obviously, that you just heard will not be on the podcast. It'll be only on this spotlight. And then we also have Silencer number one and Mystic U number two over on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash weird science that we'd love you to just go and check it out. But that is it, Eric. The spotlight is over. Uh, I'll let you sign us off. Uh, I will not let wrong turn. Really? Uh, do that. Turn the spotlight off. Oh, my goodness, Aww. Eric. No, I want you to sign us off, Eric. You deserve something uh, to do since you didn't have any reviews this week. You could at least sign us off. What do we say at the end? Well, oh, shit, I'll do this every week, then, if that's the case. All no right. reviews. All I have to do is sign us off. Yes, turn sign that us spotlight off. off. Oh!